Yo, yo, what is going on, everybody? We are back. Happy Tuesday. Uh, NBA trade deadline week. Man, is it is it nuts? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is absolutely nuts, guys. Uh, honestly, today was probably the craziest day in a while, and you know. Just being Tuesday, I was like, all right, we're going to start the ramp up. We'll get a couple trades. No, no, no. Bang. Bomb. Boom. Bing. Like, everything just dropping at once. It has been a wild day, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a wild day. Good things to talk about. Bad things to talk about. Things in between. We got the Sixers game coming up in an hour. We will be doing that game on a separate live stream, but I just... You know, I didn't even know how to cover it. I just wanted to hop on here and talk with you guys for a bit and give my thoughts because it has been a crazy day. And, I, you know, I was thinking about, you know, making a, a combined episode with everything that happened today. And then we get another bombshell like 10 minutes ago. So it's just uh, it's absolutely nuts today, guys. Uh, welcome on in Philly Take with RB. RB here. Uh, shout out to the members in the chat. See y'all up in here rocking it out as always uh man i guess it's a good thing but also a bad thing uh in the same manner but guys it is james harden or bust time officially it is officially james harden or bust i did not expect in the matter of like five hours every option to just go down the drain like it is now harden or bust um and the nba has been on fire today we had, uh, you know, two big trades. We had another big bombshell. And a lot of the pieces, a lot of the targets that the Sixers had even thought about or, you know, were considered to be in the running for are now gone. And it's just one of those days. It's trade week. If today was this crazy, I can't imagine how the next two days are going to be. I mean, th this was one of those days where everybody's just refreshing Twitter. I mean, people are going absolutely nuts. We're going to talk about some of the things I heard today. Oh, man, it was um, it, it, it was nuts. But shout out to everybody in the chat, guys. Thank you for being here. Hit the like button. Uh, subscribe to the channel. We will be covering you as much as possible here over the next couple of days. Um, you know, with everything that is going on, but it is officially Harden or bust time. Uh, we're going to talk about what just happened a few minutes ago. We're going to talk about what happened earlier today, and we're going to get into it all, man. Um, and like I said, we will be doing a play-by-play. -play. Might be a little bit late for the game because I want to talk about some things here. Um, but yeah, I, I literally just came on here unexpectedly. So shout out to everybody hanging out tonight, man. Uh, Eagles gang with the $5 donation. Thank you, my man. Appreciate the support. Says it's funny on how the Kings said Tyrese wasn't available when they tried to get Simmons and they trade him. Yo, we are going to talk about that because uh, the Sacramento Kings, man, <laughs> like send a prayer. If you guys know personal Kings fans, if you are friends with them or your family or whatever, uh, send a little prayer out to them because they have to be hurting, man. Kings fans have to be down bad and I, i'm talking about down worse than ever uh you know what we'll, we'll we'll get into it man but eagles gang thank you um absolutely nuts absolutely nuts uh wesley with the two dollar donation thank you says i'll double it if it gets been traded during the stream look we got the ben fanboys up in here the two five standboys by the way guys 
as you know, we we uh, are the founders of the two five movement. I got the receipts on it too. Somebody shouted me out on Twitter. If you guys are not following me on Twitter, by the way, at RB Philly Take, definitely go do that right now. Um, we're 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 talking over there a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but as the founder of the two five movement, guys, apparently Danny Green is referring to him as two five on his podcast now. So I just want to throw that out there. You guys made that possible, and the two five movement lives on for another day. Hashtag make the trade, man. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we got the two five stands up in attendance. It, it's been a nice three and a half months since you guys were around. What's going on? Um, but it, it's great, man. But it, it, it's great. We got to get into the news. We got a $5 donation from Chin. What's going on, Chin? Thank you very much. Says, I think they can get this deal done, but Daryl cannot let Curry or Thigh will be the holdup. Glad I took off on Thursday. We'll be too stressed for work. And I will be, uh, you know, doing things, but I'm trying to get it worked with DJ where we can uh, live stream the draft or not the draft, sorry, the trade deadline. He was on a, a stream earlier today. I was tuning into that. You guys were just absolutely nuts. It's going to be insane, man. Chin, thank you very much. If you're, look, Thursday's going to be a wild day. I'm talking about one of the craziest that we have seen in this franchise history with everything riding on the line. And now, you know, it, it's getting scary. Hope you didn't hope you didn't bite off all your nails yet. I hope you didn't uh you know go too far because we still have two more days of this thing and it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be crazy. Uh shout out to David, great channel member. Shout out to all the fire take members, man. You guys are the best. David with the five dollar donation says get to five out of here. Everybody smash the like button, man. Hashtag make the trade. That's what I'm trying to get trended on Twitter, man. Hashtag make the trade. Um you guys are the best, man. You guys are absolutely the best. Anyway, let's talk some news real quick. In the 45 minutes we have, I'll read the comment section too before we get uh, into the game. By the way, how be- how annoying is it that we actually get to go up against a team like the Phoenix Suns who are just such a great team? This would be a huge game if we could somehow pull it out. And it's on the same day as all of this crazy stuff. So it's like it just gets thrown under under the radar. But anyway... Um, as we're all enjoying our regular day today, and first off, hold up, we got a, a five dollar donation from Dominic um, Chira Velotti. Hope I said that right. Thank you, my man. Says honest opinion. Do you really see a trade happening with two five? Dominic, we are about to get into that. We are about to get into that. Um, let me know in the chat. Do you guys think drop a one if you think a trade will happen, and drop a two if you think it will not happen? I want to see him in the chat. Dominic, stick around, my man. We are about to get into it, and I'm going to give you my my brutal truth. So I, I can't wait to let you know. But anyway, so earlier today, the first trade uh, made of the day. Let's uh, share this real quick. So the first trade made of the day, and it was an interesting one. Uh, definitely give me your thoughts on this in the chat. I know this is like last minute, so I, I didn't really plan this out much. But uh, the New Orleans Pelicans acquiring C.J. McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers in exchange for Josh Hart and draft compensation, which ended up being like a seven-man trade. And honestly, the Blazers ended up giving up more in this trade as well. They gave up Tony Snell. They gave up Larry Nance. In return, they got Josh Hart. I think they got a pick. They got Nikhil Alexander-Walker. 
uh, and a couple other young pieces. Honestly, at this point, the Blazers have just blown it up. They've gotten rid of almost all their vets. They said, anybody above 26 years old, you're out of here. Pack your bags, you're going. Uh, other than you-know-who, Damian Lillard, um, is it finally time for Damian Lillard to pack it up and get out of there? Well, everybody in their right mind would say, yeah, of course it's time to get Damian Lillard out of there. But will he want to? Who knows? Woj put out a subsequent t- uh, tweet saying that, you know, Damian Lillard and the organization are on the on the same path, and now they're going to build around Damian Lillard and, and I guess Anthony Simons. I don't understand, man. I don't understand how much it, it is willing to take for Dame to just, just say, you know, I, it's not going to work here. You're 31 years old. You're injured. Okay, so your own value is dropping a bit. And it's like, come on, man. Like, nobody wants to see you waste the rest of your career in Portland. Um, it's just sad, man. It really is. But, you know, I, on the stream yesterday, shout out to the people that were in there. We talked with uh, Harrison Grimm. He was great. Um, and we talked about Josh Hart as a potential bench piece the Sixers, you know, could have acquired. And, and I was going to put out a separate piece with some potential targets, but all the teams I was considering putting in there just ended up making moves. So it, it's kind of rough. But Josh Hart will be a, a member of the Blazers unless they subsequently flip him around. Uh, but the Blazers just got rid of every vet they had, and they're just going full rebuild. They're just clearing everybody, and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Kenny Smith with the $5 donation says, it's only a matter of time before the deal is finalized. Hope you're talking about James Hart. Hope you're talking about that deal. Kenny, shout out to the Jet men. Um, we got a bunch of ones in the chat, so we do think the trade is going to happen. Hey, look, I hope you guys are right. I hope you guys are right. But anyway, the even crazier one of the day, which I would have never guessed in my right mind, and I can't wait to get your guys' thoughts on this one, comes just a couple hours later. And according to Woj, the league was stunned by this deal. That is right, the Indiana Pacers sending DeMontis Sabonis. Actually, this tweet is botched. It's not Domas, it's DeMontis Sabonis. There's only one Jeremy Lamb. And then they sent Justin Holiday, uh, and I think that was it for the Pacers, maybe a pick or something, over to the Kings in exchange for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. And I'm pretty sure there was a pick involved in this trade somewhere. What do you guys think about the Indiana Pacers? Because, you know, they could have went a couple different avenues. They could have went full rebuild, right? Miles Turner, they were trying to get him out of there. And, you know, obviously the fit was not there with Sabonis. They go ahead and boot DeMontis Sabonis to the Kings. Who won that trade? And they get Tyrese Halliburton next to Chris Duarte, who is a stellar rookie. They also have Malcolm Brogdon, who can't be traded this season. He could uh, in the offseason. And they have now Buddy Heald as well. So they get Buddy Heald. Ty- First off, all right, let, let me just give my two-minute rant here. Um the Sacramento Kings are the worst organization in sports. I I specifically remember on this channel and on Twitter going up against Kings fans who at one point in time were ready to trade Buddy Heald to the Los Angeles Lakers and get a pretty good role player package-esque deal back. And then they end up, you know, not being the ones to trade Buddy Heald. Russ goes to the Lakers. And here we are midseason 
they traded Tyrese Halliburton for DeMontis Sabonis. Now, Sabonis, if I'm not mistaken, is a two-time All-Star. He's a two-time All-Star. But if I'm the Kings, do you want Sabonis? Or, you know, as crazy as it may sound, do you want 2-5? Don't you think 2-5 could have helped push the pace a little bit? And, and above all, I don't care who you're getting. Like, Sabonis is a good player. But it just, he doesn't strike you as like that electric type. He he really, he really just seems like that type of player who will just fade right into Sacramento, right into the dust of Sacramento. You know, he's going to put up the numbers, but he's not going to help him win. He's just going to help him stay afloat. And you traded Tyrese Halliburton. Every other GM, hold on, let me put myself back on the screen for a second. Every other GM in the league, including Daryl, should be in their office, punching the wall, throwing stuff. You got you gave away Tyrese Halliburton in this deal? If anybody, you should have sent Fox off. Fox was the one rumored for some time, you know, to not be able to fit. You could have had a backcourt of Davion Mitchell and Tyrese Halliburton for the future. How did you give this? A couple weeks ago, he put up 38 against us. Tyrese Halliburton, if you guys remember way, way back, I wanted this guy in the draft. He has star potential. I know his jump shot form is not there, but Halliburton, man, this kid is going to be good, and I just don't see Sabonis. And, and you guys want to know the funniest part of the day? Honestly, I was actually in tears for about three and a half minutes earlier today. I went into a Twitter space. Now, I used Twitter spaces yesterday for the first time ever. It was great. Uh, I was with my guys talking Sixers. So again, follow me on Twitter. Sometimes we're just popping up randomly talking Sixers. It's great. I hop into a Sacramento Kings Twitter space. And you know what I hear? <laughs> I, I literally heard this dude. He said that the Kings are making a playoff push. <laughs> a playoff push. The Kings are 20 and 35. <laughs> They're in the 13th seed. A playoff push. You think Sabonis is going to get you to the playoffs over Tyrese Halliburton? And these people were trying to buy it. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of Kings fans. I don't know if you saw their subreddit or whatever it was. They were they were saying they're going to become fans of a different team. That was the lone star, the spot on that team where everybody finally had hope in a place where they have, what, 3,000 fans average of attendance. And they traded Tyrese Halliburton in a Sabonis trade, along with Buddy Heald, along with Tristan Thompson, who makes more headlines for cheating on women. Absolutely unbelievable. Anyway, shout out to the Pacers, man, for an absolute finesse. They don't have to rebuild now. You got Tyrese Halliburton, you got Duarte, you got Turner. Pacers are going to be better than people think um, in a time much shorter than people anticipated which is absolutely insane, man. So shout out to the Pacers for getting that done. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was that was the, the biggest one of the day. And Daryl Morey, this is where we're going to get into the Harden stuff because now the pressure's on, man. Because you could have had this package. And I tweeted it earlier. There is no way that Daryl Morey, one, would not trade for Tyrese Halliburton would not trade for C.J. McCollum, would not trade for this guy and that guy and that guy without this Harden thing having some legs to it. There's just no way. And if he did, 
and he's going to just decline everything unless we don't get the biggest name possible. And you could have had Tyrese for what? I mean, man, come on. Come on. This is bad. This is bad. Shout out to my guy, Run It Back Philly DJ in the house. Appreciate you in here. Says, let's go donate to the channel. Don't be a fraud. Shout out to my guy, DJ. We got 500 in the chat. DJ, thank you for supporting the channel, bro. Like I said, me and him are probably going to be live streaming the trade deadline. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. But yo, man, um, shout out to DJ, by the way. His stream earlier was absolutely insane. I was in there. Tons of comments. And um, man, it, it was nuts. It was nuts. So shout out to him. Uh, appreciate that. Seth Rowe, my guy, channel member with the $5 donation. He says, what up, RB? Halley will be an all-star in two to three years. I wanted him. Clearly, Sack didn't see his huge potential. Straight dumpster fire in Sacktown. It is a dumpster fire. Um, they literally have to be the worst team ever. They have to be the worst team ever. Like, they haven't made the playoffs in how many years? What is it, 16, 17 years? You just traded away your biggest bright spot of the future. It's absolutely like they have so much talent and they can't win. They that guy really said Sabonis was going to make a playoff push. Come on, man. Come on, man. Appreciate everybody in the chat. 500 guys, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Give me your thoughts uh, up in here. And, and yeah, I see someone in the chat said, um, where was it at? I can't find it. GB, what's going on, man? Yo, somebody in the chat, um, uh, brought up the J.J. Reddick clip earlier on NBA Today. J.J. Reddick was asked about this trade, and you know what he said about it? He said, it is a form of malpractice, and that is the best way to put this trade. It, it is malpractice on behalf of the Sacramento Kings. I just have never seen something like that. I just, I just have never seen something like that. Never. Nick Anderson, new channel member in the house. Nick, thank you for becoming a member of the Fire Take Nation. Come around to the play-by-play -play stream in about an hour. We'll give you a nice warm welcome. That's number 47, by the way. We need three more to get the 50, man. Let's go, Nick. Thank you so much. We are about to get into how this relates to the Sixers, ladies and gentlemen, because things are starting to get nerve-wracking. They are starting to get nerve-wracking, man. Don Lewis with the $5 donation. Thank you very much, man. It says, how is there 500 people? Only 100 thumbs up. Only 100 thumbs up, man. Come on, man. Yes, sir. Only 100 thumbs up. Get this to 270 right now. Don, I appreciate that, man. I can't even see it right now. So thank you for keeping us in the loop. All right, guys. Actually, sorry, before we get to the James Harden thing, one more point of emphasis, guys. And this is the bomb that just dropped a few minutes ago. It's not a trade. But it is very, very detrimental for the Sixers. And here it is. Feast your eyes. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeting 4.50 p.m. Hour and a half ago. Washington Wizards all-star guard Bradley Beal plans to undergo season-ending surgery on his left wrist. Sources tell ESPN. <sighs> this is brutal. This is brutal, guys, because just like that, one option, two options, three, like all the guys that were at least in the mix, done. And I didn't see this happening, man. We've been hearing some rumblings the past couple days. We've been hearing, you know, Kuzma and Harrell and this and that saying, oh, well, you know, 
Um, the locker room energy isn't good. The vibe's not good. And now Bradley Beal's done for the season. And, and what? We're going to pay him 240. We're going to trade for him and pay him $245 million after this season. I'm not saying he can't come back from the wrist injury, but this just killed a lot of the hope, man. Now all the pressure is on the Sixers. Just like that, Halliburton, even McCollum, and shout out to my guy DJ earlier on today when I was listening to him. He, he had a great point. He said, you know, Daryl Morey, why wouldn't we? Like, look at what you got for CJ McCollum, Josh Hart, and, and players like that. And you gave up Tony Snell and, and Larry Nance. Like, come on, man. We could have had CJ McCollum, and I would love CJ on this team next to Tyrese Maxey. I think he'd be a great fit. I think Bradley Beal would be a great fit. He is now out of the picture. And now, you know, it, I mean, it's it's Harden or bust, guys. It's Harden or bust. Seth with the $2 donation says doing the game RB up to comp and down to comp. We will be doing the game. We might be a little bit late on it, but um, I'm enjoying this right now, and, and we're definitely talking news. But we will be on that game. And give me your thoughts on that as well, man. No doubt. It's going to be interesting. Listen to the guy talking. He's trolling. Uh, I don't think I'm trolling, man. <laughs> I don't think I'm trolling. I think I'm just reporting on news that is up here on the screen. But uh, it's what we do, man. It's what we do. Um, but, yeah, Bradley Beal's out, guys. And, you know, that was like a, a major surprise coming out of nowhere. And, and it's just it's tough, man. It's tough because Bradley Beal could have really been a guy to come on this team, and I thought it was attainable. I I did think the tensions were boiling in Washington, and now I just don't, you know, he's not going to leave, obviously. So uh, Dominic with the $10 donation, appreciate the support, man. Says this is beginning to smell like 2021 draft night. We need to move this guy before the deadline. I agree 100%. Last night in that Twitter space, you know what I said, Dominic? I said right now the Brooklyn Nets, who, by the way, as I pull up the next piece here, because, you know, great transition, all right? And, you know, Detective RB had to come out today because there were some, some fishy things going on, guys, some real, real fishy things. And I'm going to tell you what's going on here. So Brooklyn Nets, James Harden, hamstring for the third straight game is out tonight against the Celtics. The Nets are also not going to have Kyrie. They're also not going to have KD, obviously. So they are probably going to lose their ninth straight game. Nine in a row, Dominic. And you know what that says to me? The time to strike is now, Daryl Morey, because we have a lot of leverage right now. I'm not saying we have all of it, but we have leverage, and the Nets are so down bad. This is where you have to strike. You, everybody, the pressure, the tension is boiling. If you let them get Kevin Durant back and they end up going on a run and just say other circumstances change and we get to the end of the season, James Harden may not leave. You never know what is going to happen. You never know what is going to happen between now and the offseason, and that's what I've been saying time and time again. Right now, the Nets could lose their ninth straight game leading up to the deadline. Nine. Kyrie might not be able to play home games in the playoffs. The Nets are down bad. Their supporting cast is injured. Joe Harris is going to have a second ankle in or, uh, surgery. Come on, man. Come on, man. The, the Nets have nobody right now, and they're just they're down bad. They are looking like one of the worst disasters. They gave up a ton of asses to get these guys, and here they are struggling. I know Kevin Durant makes a huge difference, but that team, to me, doesn't seem so good right now to be able to go win a championship. And Dominic, 
You asked me about uh, James Harden earlier. Here's my thoughts, man. Here's my thoughts. And, and earlier today, I will add one point, guys. I'm not going to be able to find the tweet. But according to Patty Mills, James Harden's teammate, James Harden looked good at shoot around this morning at approximately 1140 in the morning, guys. And you know what's interesting? He got ruled out at 1155. He was ruled out at 1155 a.m. for a, what, 7, 730 night game? A 730 night game. That just doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen, guys. So you you speculate how you want to. In my personal opinion, you know, what? This guy's been out three games in a row for, for an injury, yet he looked good at shoot-around today, and he was ruled out eight hours in advance of the game. That's just weird. That's weird to me. And then we could go down all the reports today just like we did yesterday, but I'm pretty much, you know, people on both sides of – of the uh of the situation you got people reporting out here with verified checks actually who i've never heard of one you know one guy saying i have an interior source that this deal is going to get done you have brian windhorse actually and, and my opinion is that windhorse and shams are both trying to push for clutch sports and for rich paul to get this deal done i honestly believe they are trying to push for rich paul to get his client out of philadelphia because, you know, they have ties behind the scenes. Uh, that's what I think is going on. And I think they're trying to push for this thing to happen. Yet, you know, Woj persists that it's likely not to happen. There, you know, there would be a lot that would have to endure for that to even go through. So who knows? Who knows? But at this point, guys, it is hard or bust. The Sixers need to make it happen right now. They need to make it happen right now because who knows what's going to happen in the next five to six months. Yeah, we could get Harden in the offseason. We may be able to sign him outright. That's if everything goes right for us. What if things go wrong? And even if we get James Harden, you know, things could happen and we might not win. But I just, I think you can't waste and beat. And now that Halliburton's gone and Beal is gone, the pressure is mounting on Daryl Morey. And he's got to get something done, man. He's got to get something done. If we hold 2-5 past the deadline, it will be a colossal failure. And I, I would not be happy about it. Seth with the $2 donation says, uh, is he trolling? I want, he is trolling. I want Beal so bad, RB, you know. Yeah, it's tough, Seth. And maybe you could get Beal in the offseason, but that's a long shot for me. I just think he's getting paid too much money. And I, I just don't know. I don't have confidence in him, man. I really don't have confidence anymore. Um, that injury caught me by surprise, and it sucks. It definitely hurts our, hurts us from a leverage standpoint, you know, because we got to go all in um, for one target, man. GB with the $20 donation. Really appreciate the support, man. Thank you. He says, Maury played himself, bro. Latest is the Nets are keeping Harden. Every other domino has fallen. I don't get how Maury still thinks he has the leverage in the situation. The 2-5 uh, situation keeps getting worse. Yeah, I hear you, GB. Um, I'm not going to say yes or no until the, the Thursday trade deadline at 3 p.m. Because, honestly, I don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, but Daryl Maury has persisted all along. He is not trading him for anything less than a star and right now just in terms of how bad the nets look i think this is the time for maury to capitalize now it comes down to would you give up seth curry would you give up danny green matisse thibel picks you guys can debate that in the chat i've said my stance on it long enough if you want to come in here and tell me that seth curry is untouchable i i thought it was a joke at first um if seth curry is the deciding factor 
in bringing in James Harden. I mean, come on, man. Come on. You, you got to pull the trigger and figure out the rest later. And I do expect Daryl Morey to pull in some, you know, some role pieces before the deadline. But, you know, he's got to get something ha- He's got to get something done. Something has to happen because I'm starting to get nervous that nothing at all is going to happen. And it, it's going to be nerve-wracking, man. It's going to be nerve-wracking. Sorry, these comments are going uh, really fast, man. Shout out to everybody in here. We got 620 in the house, guys. Prolific $5 donation. Thank you, man. Who's left after Harden? SGA Murray from the Spurs. Fox, I don't think any of them are getting traded. Fox, Fox is not getting traded. I'll tell you right now. Uh, the Kings, as we discussed a few minutes ago, surprisingly made their decision to keep De'Aaron Fox over Tyrese Halliburton. And I, I still can't believe that that happened, but uh, it did. And here we are. Here we are. Uh, he's not getting traded. Murray's not getting moved. I don't see a way that happens. And SGA, I, I don't see that happening. In fact, I said last night, uh, you know, if Tobias Harris um, is, you know, if there's an offer on the playing field for Tobias Harris and Daryl Morey does not snag James Harden, I could honestly see him trying to cut Tobias's contract, be a trade, and then just allotting as much cap space as possible and going towards the offseason and trying to make a run at Harden and, and, you know, maybe even another guy if we could clear both of those contracts. That's what I could see as the most valuable thing. But right now, I just don't think the East is as far off as everybody thinks. And if you get James Harden in here, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not at my boiling point yet, but I'm hearing a lot of asinine takes about him being too old. Guys, we saw it last year, all right? We were burned on it last year. James Harden went to the Nets when Kyrie and KD were in, and he was motivated and the whole team was healthy. This guy was playing above his regular level. Like he was becoming a better facilitator. He was playing within the team. He was motivated. He's the only one out of the three that doesn't have a ring. Kevin Durant, say what you want. He's got a couple rings. Kyrie, does he really have his heart in the game right now? Harden is the hungry one who wants to win. And I know his numbers have dipped and the game, the way it's played this year is a little bit different. But if Harden comes to the Sixers, that will be the most lethal cutthroat two-man game that we have seen in the NBA in a while. It's going to be hard to stop James Harden and Joel Embiid. Then you got Tyrese Maxey off ball. If we still have Curry, he's coming off off ball motions, right? You don't have to use him as much. Tobias Harris can actually take a back seat. Doc Rivers would still be a concern in my eyes, but at the end of the day, James Harden is not going to let Tobias Harris take shots away from him. Harden will demand the ball 20 times a night at least. And I just can't see anybody really stopping him in the East. I just can't. GB with the $10 donation says Kings were not only willing to give us Halliburton, but healed and Barnes and two first round picks and take back Tobias. How does Daryl not pull the trigger on that? I think Harden is blinding him. I don't know if that was actually the deal, but what I do agree with you on GB is that I think Daryl Morey demanded De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings. And at this point, if he doesn't make a deal, then yeah, I I think that was the wrong decision because I think he should have taken or, you know, should have went in on Tyrese Halliburton and, you know, maybe Harrison Barnes as a swing guy. Who knows? But, uh, you know, he's got to make something happen. If he doesn't, I'm going to be frustrated that Halliburton got traded, you know, for what he did. So, as Tipo, thank you for uh, becoming a channel member. Shout out to you, man. Much love. Uh, Peyton Manning with Wheels, $5 donation says, we have to understand Embiid is having a monster year. 
NBA is wide open. We can make the finals, make the trade, go all in and get hard. And I agree. You got to do what it takes, man. Even if it costs Thibault, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired of just sitting here and waiting as a Philly fan. You know, it's tough. And Joel is, is ascending to a different level this year. I think we have a chance. And I think you got to make it happen. There's not one team I look at in the East and I am completely terrified of them. And for the Nets, for example, if we played the Nets in the first round, they're not stopping Joel Embiid. They're not. They're just not doing it. Um, so it, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, Ader with the $5 donation. Thank you, man. Says just trade bum Simmons already. Simmons and Tobias for Buddy and Harrison Barnes or offer him for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I don't see the Jazz doing that, but in terms of the Kings, yeah. You know, how about the Kings going subsequently for Tobias Harris? Could you see that happening? Tobias and Sabonis uh, in Sacramento. That would be an interesting fit. A lot of salary, which is why I don't think it would actually happen. I think the Kings have made their move, and I think they're done, uh, you know, being a trade piece. And it sucks because the Kings had the Sixers as their first priority. They did want 2-5, but Daryl Morey just demanded a Kings ransom. And, well, you know, sometimes you negotiate little bit too much over the line and here you find yourselves you know in a pressure situation and you know we're less than 48 hours away and you got to make something happen which is tough it definitely is tough so we'll see man we'll see let's see uh sheesh these comments are going nuts shout out to everybody in here guys i really do appreciate uh everybody being in here i'm gonna i'm promise i'm gonna read some comments before we get out of here we are gonna do a play-by-play uh, maybe a, a few minutes late, but I got to read some of these thoughts, man. I can't even stay up with the comments. We got 600 people in the chat. Uh, let's see. Did I miss anything else? Did I miss anything? 200 likes guys hit that like button, man. Almost 700 in here. Hit that like button, support the channel. We'll be covering as much as we can. The next couple days might even go live for the deadline. Can't wait to see what happens. Seth with the $2 donation says, RB, I'm really thinking nothing is going to happen. It's scary. What do you guys think? Do you guys think we're uh, we're dead at this point? What do you guys think? Because I think that I don't think Daryl Morey is going to be watching this game tonight. I joked about it yesterday. I said, uh, you know, we're playing the best team in the league. It should be a good matchup. And I think that uh, Daryl's not going to be watching the game. I think he's going to be in his office on his seventh cup of coffee, just uh, trying to make something happen with the Nets. And I, th I think Daryl, I think we're at a point where the Nets, honestly, in my personal opinion, without sources, I think the Nets are in a spot where they're looking and evaluating. And, you know, they're just saying, like, do we have a team that can win the championship? And I don't I don't think the answer is yes, because I don't think Kyrie's going to be available in the playoffs for home games. And Kevin Durant, you know, his injury could be tricky. And, you know, James Harden doesn't seem all in. James Harden has had multiple instances over the last week where he could have cleared up these trade rumors himself. But you know what? He didn't. You know why he didn't? Because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. And if you're Daryl Morey, you're known for getting big players. All of your trades are usually for big names. And you love James Harden. Daryl Morey is going to do what it takes to get Harden in here. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. He's infatuated with Harden, and the second guy he absolutely has a love affection for is Joel Embiid, and he's never won a championship either, and to see the two of them together, um, 
you know, it would just be a different time in Philly. And you got a chance here with this conference. So I think uh, I think he's going to do as much as he can. If the Nets say he's off limits, then you can't do anything. So. And yes, I did. We did talk about Bradley Beal as well. That is a bummer, man. So it, it is harden or bust, man. It is harden or bust for the Sixers. Uh, Peyton Manning with wheels, $2 donation. Thank you very much for supporting the channel, man. What would you offer for Harden? All right, give me some trade packages. What would I offer? I would start at a bare level like Daryl was probably doing. 2-5 sign and trade. I would propose to them that James Harden is not happy. You guys are about to go on a nine-game losing streak, and your team is screwed, and you're going to lose them for nothing. That's what I would expect Daryl Moore to do. Now, as I got into the negotiation process and as I got more realistic, I would say 2-5. I would say my max offer would include either Curry or Thibel. I would definitely include one of them in there. And, and a draft pick. I think that would be enough to get it done. Uh, if you trade Curry, you go out and get another role player. I mean, you're shedding $8 million of salary. If you trade Thibel, yes, I would not like to trade 2-5 and Thibel to the Nets because knowing our luck, those two would end up becoming like 40% shooters from deep. But you know what? If it comes down to it and James Harden right now can be in a Sixers uniform, and as many times in the past as I have decline myself against an opportunity like this, you know what? I'm doing it. If it's Danny Green, Danny, have a good time going home to Brooklyn. <laughs> like, I'm, do, I'm doing what it takes this time. I am sick and tired of watching Joel be neglected of another player. And Damian Lillard should be that player. I see someone in the chat talking about Dame. Dame should be that guy. But you know what? I've given up hope on Damian Lillard. I'm sorry. You know, the fact that they put that report out that he's willing to to wait now at 31 years old and play with the dudes on that team, all the young talent. And, you know, he saw his GM get fired. He, he saw his coach get fired, all this stuff. Now his brother, his partner in crime, CJ, is gone, and he's willing to say, I'm, I, can't, I can't put my faith in, in Damian Lillard anymore. And to be quite honest with you, I think Tyrese Maxey would fit better alongside James Harden. And I think Maxi, Harden, and Embiid would run the East for the next three years if you could get Harden to resign, which I don't see why he wouldn't if this team goes far in the playoffs because Daryl Morey will promise him the world. Daryl Morey loves him like a son. And I think Daryl Morey is all in on him. And I honestly think James Harden would like to go somewhere where he feels he can play with another dominant player and win this year. And I think a good circumstance would be Philadelphia. And I, I think he looks at the conference and we'll see, man. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, let's see. Seth with the $2 donation says, what about Danny two, five and an unprotected first? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm doing that. Absolutely. I'm doing that. Yeah. You put Danny green in that trade. Fine. We will find a replacement for Danny green. We will find a replacement for Danny Green. I promise you that. I promise you that. So, um, look, if you got to give up a first to get Harden, I have no problem with that. I have no problem. So, we will see what happens. But uh, overall, what I will say is that this deadline is is uh, it's getting to me. It's only Tuesday. I'm exhausted, and it's just like, come on, man. Come on, man. Honestly, if we somehow pull this trade off, um, 
Daryl Morey will be considered a god in Philadelphia. But now, if he does not get this trade pulled off, now that he, you know, we watched Halliburton go where he did for what he did, Bradley Beal out, it's going to be, it's going to be rough, man. Sixers fans are not going to be happy because now you've had two trade deadlines to kind of make something happen in that in that regard. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't want to wait. I don't, I don't really want to wait and just sit here and hope and pray that all the cards fall right in the off season. So that's how I feel, man. Let's read some of these comments uh, for the next 10 minutes as the game is getting ready to, to come on. Let's see. You can't give them Seth Simmons, Danny, and a first to get it done. Well, what if they don't want Danny Green? What if they want Seth? I'm definitely giving them Seth Curry. Trust me, guys. I love Seth. I love uh, <clears throat> I love Thibel. Love all these guys, man. At the end of the day, they're not, you know, pieces that, you know, are just unmovable. I'm sorry. They're not pieces that are just completely out of the equation. We need to stop as a fan base making so many of these guys untouchable. I'm sorry, man. We have to get something done. Ted, what's going on, man? Are you surprised the rookie Garby Dretta in the first round isn't being mentioned in trade talks? Um, I mean, he hasn't been on the floor, you know, he, he hasn't played. So I don't really see him. I don't really see him in trade talks at all. I don't. So it's going to be weird. Uh, Petey, what's going on, man? Welcome on in. Great channel member. Shout out to the Fire Tig members. As Brian Windhorst said, the game is on as far as trade talks. Yeah, you know, we're, we're getting reports on both sides. We're getting a lot of people saying that, you know, the trade will be on. Then we're getting a lot of other people saying that it's it's far from happening. But now, the thing that really gets interesting is that with less than 48 hours to go, we are now focused in on 2-5, right? Because Halliburton's gone. The Kings are pretty much out of it. The Indiana Pacers, right? They're pretty much out of it. All these teams are out of it. Washington, who knows what they're going to do now. Bradley Beal's out for the rest of the year. Now all the focus is on the Sixers. And the more that this boils, the more we are going to hear, man. I mean, all the updates in the next day and a half are going to be about us. So it's going to be interesting, man. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see. GB with the $10 donation. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it, man. It says, uh, I know you said wait until Thursday to see where the chips fall, but not getting Halliburton and seeing him go to the Pacers feels like a gut punch. Halliburton was my guy the whole time. I liked him a lot, man. I knew he has star potential. Um, You know, even watching him a couple weeks ago against us. I mean, he's great. He's going to be great. Like I said earlier, the Pacers are going to be better. Uh, sooner rather than later. And let me ask you guys this as another interesting proposition I heard because GB just kind of brought it up in my head. But um, what if the Indiana Pacers look at their situation and they say, oh, well, we have Brogdon, right? We got rid of Karis LeVert, but we have Brogdon. We have Chris Duarte. We have Tyrese Halliburton and we have Buddy Heald. What if the Pacers then were to turn to the Sixers and offer us a package of uh, Halliburton and, 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 uh, Buddy healed in exchange for two five. What do you guys think about that? I'm throwing all the crazy things at you. I don't think it would happen right now, but um, you know, another interesting thing to think about. You know, you gotta have you gotta have different uh, vantage points. You gotta have different pieces of leverage 
and where we're at, and, and you know, at this point in time, I mean, everything is getting thrown around on the internet. So, you know, Daryl's got. I hope Daryl is working hard to the bone, man. I hope he is, but I think he loves James Harden. I think he loves James Harden. Seth with the five dollar donation, thank you, man. Says in Maury, we trust baby. Hashtag make the trade again. Maxi and Bead are the only untouchables. We need that Robin for Embiid, and we are chip. Bound. I agree with that, man. Maxi, Harden, and Embiid—that is going to run the Eastern Conference. You can't tell me any different. By the way, I did hop into a Brooklyn Nets Twitter space today, and these dudes are down bad. They think the trade is going to happen. By the way, Brooklyn Nets fans think the trade is going to happen, and they're actually trying to talk themselves into two five. In fact, I heard this one guy, um, and I just had to laugh about it. He said, uh, "What did he say? He said two five was on a revenge tour." <laughs> He said sending sending him to Brooklyn, he'd be on a revenge tour. I'm like, bro, the man doesn't even play. And they said they would be happy that Doc Rivers and Embiid wouldn't follow him to 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 Brooklyn. Like, what? Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, come on, dude. Matisse is in the starting lineup tonight, so that's interesting. That's interesting. But yeah, man, who know who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows what's gonna happen? Uh Robel with the five dollar donation. Thank you very much. Says YRB. I don't think that Harden and B will fit so well because Harden is out of his prime. Well, that's the thing. He's never played with a, a big man like Joel Embiid. And I think Embiid would take a lot of pressure off him. I think it would be almost unstoppable in terms of that two-man game. And then you got Tyrese Maxey playing off ball. You have Tobias as another option. Seth Curry can give you 15 some nights. I think I think it's exactly what Harden needs because the Brooklyn Nets don't have a center with dominance. They got rid of Jared Allen. They got rid of Karis LeVert. They gave up all their future assets. And, you know, we've heard a lot of things about the spacing with Brooklyn, right? James Harden's not happy with the spacing. He doesn't feel he can play his game. James Harden and Joel Embiid would be unstoppable to my eyes. I mean, that's just my opinion, though. And I think Harden would be more motivated than ever. And I think... This year, his head has been out of it. I think last year, when you look at him going to that squad, the way he was playing, I think Harden would. Uh, I think he would tear it up with Joel Embiid, and I think he'd be ready to. He'd be ready to go, man. He'd be ready to go. So, who knows, man? Who knows? It's going to be interesting, though. Let's see. Why would I go after Harden? He's old and out of shape and has never won a chip. Well, I kind of just answered that, but uh, you know, we we also don't have a man uh playing right now. He, he's sitting at home and he will not return to the team. That's why. That's why. So, have you watched the JJ Reddick podcast where Draymond talks about how they beat the Rockets by letting them rely too much on Harden? Well, I, I listened to JJ Reddick today and he said that the Sixers should pull the move. I think it I think it's hard in their bust, man. I think it's hard in their bust. So I know people are gonna hate on Harden. Look, I'm just giving my two cents on it. I think playing alongside the MVP favorite earlier this year before he got hurt and Kevin Durant, and I think the whole thing with Kyrie and the off-court stuff, I I don't think Harden has been satisfied. I don't think he's been happy with the situation. So I mean, if you guys are content with just waiting and sitting around and just, you know, waiting to see what happens, fine. But I, I want to make something happen. So, 
Seth with the two dollar donation says two five has, hasn't played since the Hawks choke job. Yeah, and he's not coming back. He's not going to play. And it, you know, I I don't think the hype is as real as people make it in terms of him and Kyrie and Katie. But I do think he'd be better in that situation, not having to produce as much on offense if those guys are playing. So. Nets are trying to sabotage the Sixers like the Celtics did. That's, I mean, that's, that's just a terrible comparison. The Nets twice, twice gave up all their future assets, and they would be willing to do it. They would be willing to make another bad trade. Um, I mean, that you know, depends on how much leverage they have, but I don't understand. Like, we saw this last year, and we saw us miss on an opportunity, and look at the end result. And now we're sitting here complaining about ifs when we have a man that is not going to play for us the rest of the year. And like I said, his value is just not going to skyrocket. It's just not going to skyrocket, man. So I don't know. Arby, what do you think about what the Blazers got back for CJ? Underwhelming is the first word. Yeah, the, the Blazers are just an atrocity, man. They're just bad. Uh, they're going full rebuild. Who knows what Dame is going to do? But at the end of the day, Maury um, could have had him. And Maury could have had Halliburton. And Maury could have had a bunch of guys. So that just makes me feel that there is authenticity within this uh, hardened trade. Or, you know, as they say, the the smoke to the fire is there. There has to be something going on. We've heard about this for too long now. There has to at least be some smoke in the area, man. And, uh, you know, you could have had offers. I mean... Like I said, you got Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and, and whatever else for, for CJ McCollum. I mean, come on, man. Come on. But, you know, we'll we'll definitely we'll probably make a move, at least get a backup point guard. I've been hearing, you know, Dennis Schroeder, a couple other guys. We'll see what happens. Uh at the end of the day, guys, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be absolutely insane. But bomb after bomb after bomb. And here we are, less than 48 hours away, and the Sixers need to make something happen. I, I just don't think you can waste this version of Embiid. And I think Harden is the guy. I think he's been the guy for the last week. Now, whether we get him, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, we're going to get him. No, we're not. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't. But at this point, all signs lead me to believe that with everyone else off the table, Maury's going to try to go all in, and if he doesn't and he fails, then I'm going to be pissed off. So with that being said, guys, hit the like button. We have a couple more Super Chats to get to. We're gonna, I'm going to take like a, a 10, 15-minute break, set up the other stream. So if you guys want to continue talking about this stuff, I will be doing a play-by-play for the Sixers and Suns game. We're just going to kind of take it easy because honestly, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to have big expectations for that game. I want to see us compete. But, um, you know, all I'm worried about right now is the trade deadline. But in case you guys enjoyed this content and you want to come back, maybe there's new new subscribers in here. Shout out to you. Uh, we will be doing a stream. Do you guys drop a one in the chat real quick? If I should do a live stream tomorrow night, late tomorrow night, pre-trade deadline stream, call-in show. What do you guys think about that? Um, and Thursday, I'm, like I said, I, I'm going to try to at least stream a little bit during the deadline. And we'll have like a recap video and all that. What do you guys think about a call-in show tomorrow night? Get some late thoughts. Who knows? We might have five more bombshells to talk about. 
Uh, Robel with the $2 donation. Now's our chance to get Dame from the Blazers. I, I just don't see him wanting to leave right now, which is unfortunate. And I don't think, you know, that he really can, given the fact he's hurt. So we'll see, man. But I, you know, it sucks because I, I did want Dame for a while. I really thought he'd be the, he'd be the man. Um, how are their Sixers fans saying they don't want Harden? Do they want to screw over Joel like the franchise screwed over Barkley and Iverson? Yeah, I, I think we're being unrealistic. I think we were last year, me included last year, and I can admit that. And I'm not I'm not second guessing anymore on the potential of Joel and another star offense player. I'm just not. Um, make the trade, guys. Follow me on Twitter as well. Let's get it trended, man. Hashtag make the trade. We got to make something happen. But um, call and show would be lit, bro. Call and show. All right. You, the people have spoken, man. Tomorrow night, late tomorrow night, call and show. Maybe get some other people up on there. Should be fun. Like I said, we're about to go live in like 15 minutes for the Sixers and Suns. Um, but yeah, man, thank you guys for coming through, listening to my spiel. I thought this would be the best way to do it on the news today. It was very, very hectic. And yeah, it was a lot of fun chatting with you guys. But thank you all for tuning in. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Do not miss any of the content coming up, man. Sixers and Suns in a few minutes. At the Wells Fargo, Suns on a back-to-back. Let's get a W and hashtag make the trade, as always. See you guys later, man. Peace.